Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. Oh, you're right. We'll just upload a computer virus into the mothership. I was going to do my living room like this. Well, so my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave the mountain should be shot on sight. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast 257. And I don't know if it's sadly because uh, it might be easier from the editing perspective, or I might just have to blather more. It's just the two of us again this week. Mike? Hello, everybody. Yeah, we're going on... We're going to have to go on a bit of a recruitment drive to get some guests on the next few episodes. If you're listening to this and you do fancy joining us for a show, drop us a line. We'd love to have you. Indeed. Yes, because this is a this Daniel-centric episode, and you know, the shroud... And surely there are Daniel fans out there. I know there are Daniel fans out there. I'm a bloody Daniel fan. <laughs> not in that way. No, not in that way. There are plenty of ways to be a Daniel fan. I enjoy saving help. Although, there are occasions where it gets a bit soapy. Soapy isn't necessarily bad. It obviously pulls on the emotional heartstrings a lot more than Stargate does. Yeah, no kidding really. <laughs> I will eventually watch the third season, promise. Are you going to do what I might Steve does and wait until it's finished? Because it has been renewed. It just got put on a back burner while I was watching other stuff. I think our Blueberry download measuring system is a bit kaput. Oi, what's it saying now? According to this, February, yeah. we've had 626 downloads in three days. No, I am. No, I think it's a load of Oh, no, oh, oh, come on. <laughs> Take heart from the fact that hey, I've been promoted. If this trend continues... You'll be getting an email from the web hosting wanting more money. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this week's episode is entitled The Shroud. As you said, Daniel-centric. Very much so. About time as well. Well, we've had no Daniel at all. So in the strictest sense, having one Daniel-centric episode, if you go back over the previous episodes, what you get, if we average out the lack of Daniel, oh, for God's sake, Paul is a stupid thing. That really just jumps straight in at one second, doesn't it? Does it? I don't know. I've got mine at zero. I had it at zero, and by the time the one-second marker pops up, Chris Judge, or Mike Judge, has already said the first syllable of previously. Mike Judge made Beavis and Butthead. You were right first time. Something I'd heard of has recently made itself known to me on my US Netflix, The Interview. Yeah. Is it worth my time? All the hype. I'm not interested in it. If North Korea wants to... Oh, is that it? Is that it? That's a, Yeah, that's a movie. Ah, I know I've heard of it. The reviews I've heard of it doesn't really sound good. It's probably the best thing to happen to it was all the hoopla about it. Leah responded to you saying she thinks the way they treated Rodney on SGA was terrible. Yeah, she's a... She's a David fan? Very much so. <laughs> oh, eight Twitter notifications? What the hell happened? Oh, is this what you're on about guests then? You're trying to encourage Misha to come back on. Isn't Misha the big Daniel fan? No. Baal. We, we don't have another Baal, do we? There, there's no more Baal before. Are we planning on covering Continuum and... How are the bloody Oroi? Oak of Truth. Yes. Yeah. Took time at the end of the season. I had those on DVD. I may have... I can't imagine any particular reason. They're not here. I don't think they're here. I'm looking down. No. They're not here. 
they might be in Dublin. We have what? If this is 13 and we've just covered SGA 13, we have at least another 14 weeks of Stargate before we run it. We are the Rusted Robot Podcast. Lower your shields and surrender your minds. We will add your MP3 recordings and opinion on Geekery to our own. We will adapt to embrace this culture. Resistance is futile. Commander Adama, Cybermen, Daleks, and Cylons are fast approaching. Jump gates forming in multiple sectors, and the Doctor's nowhere to be found. What are we going to do? Tune into the Rusted Robot Podcast at therustedrobot.podbean.com and on the iTunes Store. Sean and Bridget Vanderloo's love for all things geekery and robots are our only hope. Oh, boy. Get rusted today. Robots. Cyborg. Androids. Oh, my. Rusted Robot. Last move, I'll scare it again. <laughs> Is that just twice? That's twice. All right, then. I am ready. Yep. As I often say, we're watching the Region 2 DVD version of the episode. Runtime a shade under 42 minutes. Indeed. Although I did watch it myself off a nice HD. I believe it might have been sourced from iTunes. I'm not quite sure. Fair enough. The HD isn't? No, because this isn't on Blu-ray, is it? No. But it was shot on 35mm, wasn't it? Season, they switched to the HD cameras. I think season, season 8. I'm sure Claudia was glad for that. My understanding is a lot of older actresses weren't that keen on the HD cameras. Because it, it shows up things which perhaps wouldn't necessarily show up. That was probably certainly true in the TV industry. In the movie industry, of course, working virtually exclusively with 35mm cameras, that level of makeup, fine tuning of an actress's face and actor's face, let's be honest about it, was more common. It was the TV industry that really got the shake up. Fair enough. Okay then. For the sheer unmitigated hell of it, because I had a Swedish exam this morning, I'm going with English. <laughs> you sure you manage? I've counted down another seven languages I can manage English. <laughs> Go on then. Three, two, one, flicky. Previously on Stargate SG-1. Ah, it's a mountain. Oh yes, the quest parts one and two, where things went a bit uh, haywire. Uh oh. Yeah, poor Merlin. <laughs> they brought him out of stasis and he's dead. <laughs> He didn't last long. You have Merlin's memories. Some of them. Earth, Atlantis, and the work he did in this lab. Mm-mm. Design and then bing. Yeah, see, now that's a 3D printer. <laughs> Creating Merlin's weapon. I have too many thoughts in my head. I, I, I can't concentrate. I get confused. You have to fight it. I have to let it happen. Ah, uh, here they come. Yeah. Gate crashing the party. <laughs> the noble sacrifice. Yeah. Bless him. What a man. Ah. Uh, yeah, so you're thinking, what a man. Daniel <laughs> Lazarus Jackson. Yeah. You're my bunny rabbit, huh? Huh. He was very persuasive. Here we go, the villager. Uh. Tavares is played by Christopher Gaze. Prolific voice actor. Also been in MacGyver and Sanctuary. Hmm. He spoke of the religion. Left this book with us to read and consider. Said he'd be back today to hear our answer. Well, you're not alone. This is happening all over the galaxy. Are you saying this prior's claims are false? We're saying that book's got about as much truth in it as the Da Vinci Code. That's not helpful. See, this I didn't like. Yeah, well... It means nothing. Yeah. And then Valor is very making a joke of it. This is life or death for these people and for the galaxy. 
What evidence do you have to support your position? Well, we really don't have any. And we can't tell you what to do. We can tell you what to do, but we can also tell you what will happen if you do. Yeah, but at this point, they must have a better argument than, well, we haven't really got any proof. Well, how about all the worlds that have been destroyed who refused? That's not actually refuting the power, it's just certainly the intent. Really? And spoke upon the positive merits of origin as true salvation. Soft shell, that's a new approach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, no matter which way you're going to come down on this, it's probably best if that prior doesn't know we're around. Yeah, wait, you see why? You can hide here. Uh oh. Well, all you have to do is offer a free gift and people buy anything. <laughs> And give us somewhere where we can shoot him without him seeing us. Because we're the good guys. Honest. Yeah, not a great deal of cover under the tent. I mean, this is ruined by the fact that when we hear his voice, we know who it is. Welcome back. Thank you, Tavares. Have you contemplated your divine right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We wish to hear more of your wisdom. They shot this bit dozens of times where he takes his hood off. Mm -hmm. And then they realised... Get rid of the book. Stop trying to take the hood off with a book in your hand. Yeah. Hallowed are the aura. As pre-credits revealed, go, that's a biggie. Yeah, just think about it, though. The millions of people in America who watch it on the Sci-Fi Channel, they heard all about it because it was broadcast in England first. Oh. <laughs> okay, then. The Shroud. Season 10, Episode 14 of Stargate SG-1. Gatecast, Episode 257. This was a story by Robert C. Cooper and Brad Wright, written by Robert C. Cooper and directed by Andy Makita. Had its world premiere in the UK, January the 30th, 2007. Then oh. it got aired in Canada, May the 3rd, America, May the 4th. The Czech Republic got it June the 29th, Germany, September the 12th, and Japan, January the 20th, 2009. Could only find one show with an episode of the same name, that was The Outer Limits. It was called Matter of Trust in France, The Mystery in Spain, Daniel the Prior in Germany, and Masking in the Czech Republic. And we're back. That subtitles aren't accurate. Adria must have done something to him. I mean, before turning him into a prior. Well, what could a beautiful woman do to turn a man's mind? It has been proven that Daniel has a weakness for alien women. Had those people eating out of his hands without issuing one tiny little genocidal threat. That's what makes me think there's still a part of Daniel in there somewhere. He's better than all this. Yes. Hmm. Val will be very happy with any amount of Daniel. It's not even really Daniel anymore. But having Merlin's consciousness downloaded into his mind could have overshadowed Daniel completely. Oh, Woolsey in it. I assume that's Woolsey, since I saw Robert's name pop up. So what do we do? We go get him. <laughs> Nuke the planet. It's the only way to be sure. That's going to be very risky. Could be exactly what Adria's hoping for. She might be using him to get to us. Andy Makita and Rob C. Cooper did the commentary for this episode. We have no choice. Okay. Very in-depth view of the production of the episode and all the little details. Aaron then took off the mask and revealed his face. This is the normal standing village set. Mm -hmm. They didn't really have the budget to make it significantly different. They changed the uh, the lighting and yeah. some of the shading. Kept the camera in closed. What? <laughs> wow. That's an exit for you. If they didn't believe, now they do. Hey, what took you guys so long? <laughs> Hi, boys. <laughs> <laughs> My, what big weapons you have. 
Surely a single oh. zap blast shouldn't affect the prayer. It depends if he was trying to prevent it. And they're doing a runner. Of course they're doing a runner. <laughs> Basically. Like it. I take it the anti-prior device is working. Well, he didn't stop us from zatting him. <laughs> or is it? Guys? <laughs> wakey wakey. Is this some sort of a uh, game we're playing? <laughs> What's going on? It could be asking you. Take me to your leader. Surely that chair shouldn't be rocking when he moves his weight around, don't it? Yeah. You'd think it'd be more secure. In case you change your mind, you should know there is someone with a finger poised over a button waiting to beam you out into space. Well, that's not nice, is it? <laughs> I'm sorry, we? Oh yeah, myself and Merlin. No. Um, what? We? So he's still inside you. <laughs> yeah, you remember back on the planet when Adrian and I were fighting it out? Yeah. Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, it's a good thing you guys got out, too. Uh, uh -huh. This is how you repay me. <laughs> but I couldn't just let Merlin's weapon fall into her hands. I know it's our only chance of destroying the Ori. You gave in. More or less. It was Brad Wright's idea to have Daniel turn into a prior. You know, those ships just look badass. They do. <laughs> He actually had the idea before the 10th season even began shooting. That's why he got the writing credit. Hmm. Daniel being a prior was meant to be a longer arcing story. Obviously, season 10 was coming to a close and they had to wrap things up. It also got screwed up a bit. Uh, Michael had in his contract his time off and he kind of pegged it to the hiatus period. Mm -hmm. So I'd say they had to work around it. They claim not to interfere, but they do manipulate. They use their power to hoard their knowledge and prevent those beneath them from reaching their level. She seemed to know everything about me. And she had a, a tremendous power of persuasion. Tremendous power of persuasion. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. I could watch her walk away quite often. <laughs> I wonder if it was a valor power of persuasion. Well, mother and daughter. Well, hey. <laughs> Why? Because I needed her to trust me. And did she? Well, I mean, don't get me wrong, you're not a terrible liar, but you're nowhere near as good as me. Who is? <laughs> and Adria could see right through me, so how did you manage to fool her? Michael had a lot of trouble with the contacts for the prior. Occasionally, if you look close enough, you'll see he's not actually wearing them, the way they light him. He was quite happy that it didn't turn into a double episode. Well, it's a shame. I mean, you think of another half season or so, they might have got some good stretches out. Our time together, I really come to see in you what draws mother's affection. Oh, yes. Affection what? <laughs> come on, Daniel. That we save her together. And that's not all she wants to do together. Of course. Watch out, Daniel. I can feel the difference in you. It's because you've done so much for me. Showing me the true path. I'm glad. And there's so much more I can do for you. And you for me. Well, hey, get in there, son. Watch it, watch it. <laughs> yeah. Personal space, personal space woman. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. no heterosexual man could resist. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do prefer Marina with long hair rather mm -hmm. than the pixie look she has in a lot of shows. She was great in The Mentalist a couple of weeks ago. I'm way behind. No, no, Daniel, <laughs> steady, steady. Hidden powers. When you say she had a glow about her. Oopsie. Oh dear. 
Now let that be a lesson, kids. <laughs> the temptation of the flesh comes with consequences. So she trusted you enough to turn you into a prior? She had to. Why exactly? Because she knew I was her best chance of converting Earth. And me. Is that blind, though? No. Well, that would explain why she wanted to believe you, not why she had to. She had Merlin's it's interesting looking. I wonder why the priors are actually marked up like that. What does it serve as opposed to, you know, make it more interesting, the viewer? It was a quick and easy way to avoid an all-out war between the Ori and the Ancients. She knows the device can be used to wipe out the Ancients, so I told her I would finish it for her. Ah. <laughs> if you raised eyebrows there. Yeah, go point. Finished it. Which is... I needed her to make me a prior. Hello. So I could steal an Ori ship and fly it through the supergate to the Ori galaxy with the weapon on board and destroy them. <laughs> okay. Uh, one small flaw in that plan. I know there's a wormhole blocking the supergate, and that's why I'm here. I need you guys to shut it down. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Ah, uh, there we go. <laughs> yes, that might be one step too far in your planning. It sounds like Daniel's given this a lot of thought. Nope, the black SUV. Trouble. So he and Merlin came up with a plan to fool Adria into thinking that he had succumbed to her power. We all recognise that here. This is where they had a little bit of continuity error. In this shot, he's got two stars, which is correct. Mm -hmm. If you watch other shots in this episode, he only has one star. Oopsie. They got in touch with the Atlantis people who'd had RDA for his two episodes in The Return and asked him how many stars... And they gave him the wrong answer. <laughs> so he could steal the Ori ship with the weapon on board and fly it through the supergate. He wants us to shut down the incoming wormhole so he can dial out. Yeah, so he says. You do not believe Daniel Jackson is being truthful. Oh, I want to believe him. I've always thought that for some of these shows, for example, the end of, assuming you've seen the end of season one of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I've seen it all. When you've got special guest stars, especially when you're not expecting, they shouldn't appear at the start. The name in the credits. Yeah, the name in the credits gives it away. Occasionally, you've seen them actually make an exception, put the credits at the end, but that requires agreement with the union. Yeah, and the SGA probably won't, or SAG, Screen Actors Guild, probably wouldn't agree to it, because I saw that's what I, when I saw his name pop up, I was like, yay, RDA. Well, that's it, I mean... It's just me, just the anti-fire device looked like a simple Simon. Same shade, yeah. <laughs> How's that for nostalgia? This is new. Yeah, it's always something, isn't it? Gotta tell you, though. Not your look. Oh, it is just temporary. Oh, cheers on casters. Really a good idea to have on a ship. Hmm. Yeah. I know it's got artificial gravity, but there's some... Oh, let's not worry about it. Yeah. Let's just listen to these pair. The good old days. Jack and Daniel. Is it just me, or does he look like he's basically dipped his head in casting sugar? No, that's pretty much the same observation we had with, <laughs> I think, when... Was it Garrick? Uh, turned prior. He can do that? Yeah, I'm hoping so. I won't look like this anymore. I won't have any but prior special abilities. Unfortunately, I'll just be little old me again. <laughs> but that's good news. Yeah, except I won't be able to fly an Ori ship. It'll be too late to execute the plan, and Adria will have Merlin's weapon. I thought that wasn't finished yet. It's very close. All the pieces are there. It just needs to be assembled. Adria will figure it out. And just when does your chariot turn back into a pumpkin? No, I don't have much time. Uh, a day or so. A day? Kind of risky leaving it this late in the game. Well, I didn't have much choice, and it took you guys a little longer to capture me than I planned, so... Right. 
So it's your fault, yeah. really. <laughs> Jack, the puzzled expression on Jack's face again. I think Jack's mild puzzlement is pretty much his default expression. <laughs> I've always thought Jack plays a lot more dumb than he is. Oh, definitely. Why? Well, because, oh, I don't know, the fate of the galaxy hangs in the balance? You know, that old chestnut's getting a little old. No, no, that part never gets old. <laughs> the chair that Daniel is sitting in, that was first used in Prototype. Remember, Anubis as, well, saw no clone. Also, it's taken from the film Paycheck, the Ben Affleck movie. Oh, dear. I don't even know who I'm really talking to right now. When you're being tortured by Baal, killed, brought back to life over and over again, I stood by you the whole time. All right, just stop. Oh, we said we would discuss that. Exactly. Just because you know the stuff Daniel knows doesn't mean you're him. Doesn't mean you're telling the truth. I mean, come on, you've got to know what you're asking me to do. I do. You know, there's a bottom line here. Carter doesn't think it can be done. Yes, it can. A Mark 9 beam directly behind the gate in the Pegasus Galaxy will destroy that gate. The wormhole connection will be broken. How do you know that? Hello, Merlin! Oh, yes. Merlin! Look at him rocking the chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something, I mean, like, if it rocked, then it could fall over. It falls over, then basically the restraints aren't working. Having a little faith. Now, I thought you of all people might. Why? Faith? Really? You're discussing the word faith when you're bloody prior. Faith is the last word you should use. Yeah, true. Jack, it's me. Yeah? Yeah, you said that already. Yeah, that's... Look at him. Oh, the head wiggle. <laughs> those of you on audio only, he wiggled his head. And it, and it worked. I mean, all he can do is raise his, you know, his hands at his wrist. There's not a lot of physical motion he can make. <laughs> Would destroy the gate and sever the connection. Yeah. I should have known that. No, character should have known that. Well, that's the reason the Mark 9 was actually created to destroy a gate. So there's no reason it couldn't actually break a wormhole. No. But I'm not worried about that. Because I think we've got something better. Oh. <laughs> ah! You know, Tip, the longer I'm gone, the more suspicious Adri is going to become. Why were you preaching to the villagers on that planet? What? I told you, I found out you guys were going to be there, so I set myself up to be captured. Is this bad cop, mildly bad cop, good cop? Normally, Tilk just stares at people yes. until they start talking. You attempt to reform a meaningless planet of people instead of completing the weapon. Actually, she was the one who stopped me before I completed the weapon. Why? Oh, interesting. Do tell. Flashback, please. Yes, flashback. There we go. <laughs> That's interesting that they could actually have an, you know, one of the interfaces on board the Aura ship. Well, she could probably replicate it. <laughs> yes, she wants you, Daniel. Hmm. I'm almost done. I know. You must stop for now. She has better things to do with your time. Why is it big? Why not miniaturize it? Oh, just build it into a pair of glasses you can wear or something. Yeah. Yeah, with a little Google logo on the side. They actually called it the pig snout. And he says, you don't realize it until you actually see it on the set, what it looks like. But if I don't finish it... For now, you must help bring the energy of more followers into the fold. Ah, there we go. Yeah, let's face it, the all right. Who'd want to die in a battle with the ancients? Kind of throwing everything away, aren't you, really? 
But now they have a weapon that could destroy all ascended beings within the scope of an entire galaxy in one fell swoop. They just need to distract the ancients long enough so that they can use it. Engage them in battle long enough to complete the weapon. And back off to safety while Adria detonates it. Boom, today. If the ancients perceive this weapon as a threat, why not intervene and simply take it now? I have no idea. I mean, maybe they want to give my plan a chance to work. <laughs> because of the ancients and they do things weird. To maximize their chances for success. Not exactly following the rules of warfare. That means they will need more followers. Exactly. Adria's out working hard for the cause, which leaves me the perfect opportunity to steal the ship with the weapon on it. If you guys would just believe I'm still on your side. Yeah, but converting a few villagers every other day, that's going to take a long time. Well, since priors are linked to the aura, they're effectively immortal. Exactly how many priors are in the Milky Way, though? It's like Jafar plus. A lot of good it's going to do us. Hello. <laughs> ah, Andre. <laughs> I'm going to let you tell him yourself, because I don't have a stomach for it. That's all right, sir. General O'Neill filled us in. The IOA has nixed the whole thing. No, I don't think you know everything. Oh, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> There's more. Okay, then. Don't keep us in suspense any longer. Out with it, man. I... You have to understand. We've considered all the evidence at our disposal. But more than that, as difficult as this is, I feel very strongly that we have no viable option. You want to get to the point? That's a this is serious and upset Wolsey. Yeah. <laughs> I assure you this may be I am unable to complete a sentence. Out with it, man. But I take full responsibility for it. Do you now? Oh, does that mean you're actually gonna do it, Wolsey, or just order it to be done? That Daniel Jackson's life be terminated. Immediately. Oh dear. What again? It won't be the first time. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, that hasn't really been much of an impediment to Daniel in the past. No, it doesn't. Just give him time. He'll be back. Well, so I like the opportunity to use the word impediment in a sentence. So, what the hell is going on? Ah, That is ridiculously cute. You'll never believe what's happening on One Life to Live. You know, I really hate to press the issue here, but I do have a deadline. Ooh, so do we. Oh, yes, I know. Before I figure out how to overcome the effects of the anti-prior device. Ooh, I thought Tilt believed me. Oh, he does. Jack? No, he's on your side too. And little feet. To be honest with you, if she was shifted a little further forward, I'm not sure how well Michael would be able Because <laughs> I know Claudia and she'd wriggle. They actually did wonder if they were going a little bit too far. Yeah. And if they went up to Rob C. Cooper, asked me about this, but then they thought if they didn't let this happen, you never know what Claudia would come up with. They even joked about she could come in on roller skates and yeah. <laughs> anything's possible with her when they let her have a, have a way. I don't know how much of that is Valor and how much of that is Claudia. <laughs> a great asset to have on the production, though. Brings so many fresh ideas to a role. If it comes down to it, I have a plan. Oh, you have a plan. Great. What is it? <laughs> yeah. This is a Fiegel plan, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. P-L-N. Plan. <laughs> now it's written down and everything. So when, or, or rather, if it comes down to it, I will have a plan. I've um, cleared my whole afternoon for planning. Ooh, she's serious then. Yeah. You believe me, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Daniel's looking a little worried. But how much of Latesh's memories does she have? No, I don't believe you. Hard to tell because they had to use the mind probe on it to get some of the information out, didn't they? Yeah. She's probably lost a lot of it. Mm -mm. <laughs> Imagine our positions were reversed. 
if you were tied up and <laughs> don't ask that question. Haven't we been here before? <laughs> Haven't we been in this exact position on a remarkably similar ship? If not this actual ship. Was it this actual ship? Or did they blow that one up? Oh, Prometheus is gone. Yeah. This is the Odyssey. And that should be enough. This is so big. Aww. She actually has tears shining in the corner of her eyes. The advantage of sitting approximately a foot away from 32 inch screen. <laughs> but would you support me if what I was proposing could very well open the door to the final R.I. victory? Are you getting it, Daniel? She has serious feelings for you. <laughs> not just flirtatious, not just a little crush or anything. You know, I think it's getting through to Daniel much more coming from Valor. She's not got that much of a vested interest in the survivability of the human race. So if she's so concerned, then perhaps it's understandable why Sam, Jack, and Tilk are. That's a load of crap. You're wasting our time. Ah <laughs> oh dear. The Jack and Woolsey show. You gotta love it. Uh oh. Poor Landry in the middle of it. I think the operative word there is potentially. We don't know exactly what's going on yet. And by the time we do, it may be too late. He has got a point. Yeah. Last time they had Anubis's kid. Mm. It was Daniel that wanted to kill him. Able to control him. All right, listen to me closely, because I'm only going to say this once. You killed Daniel over my dead body. Obviously, we need to discuss. Some <laughs> Good point. True. He's right there. We can't hold Dr. Jackson long term, and we can't release it, given what he knows. Yes, but what's the time gap between the anti-fire device stopping working and Daniel reverting? <laughs> yeah, that's the big question mark. In short order. We only need to hold him long enough to see if that's true. If it's not, we still have the option of placing him in stasis. If he hasn't already caused a major catastrophe by then. Oh, will you stop it? If he is telling the truth, then we've blown the best chance we've ever had of beating the bad guys. Yep, and it's going to take something out of left field to actually do it. Because you ain't going to be doing it on the military front. How's it going, sir? Longing for the days when I actually carried a weapon. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the arsenal is just down the corridor. That. Tam likes crazy too. <laughs> uh, crazy altogether. There is an Ori ship out there with a near complete weapon on it that could prove useful against the Ori. I love it. <laughs> I go after it. You're right. That's crazy. I'm just saying if they're not going to let Jackson complete his mission, there is no reason that we shouldn't try. Daniel Jackson may be able to provide us with the intelligence required to ensure the success of this mission. He might be able to tell us where the ship is and how to get aboard undetected. And he must have enough knowledge of their technology by now to provide me with what I need to interface with the ship's control systems. Assuming he tells you. Well, why wouldn't he? It's also a, a point that if he doesn't give you that information, then, hey, oh, something wrong with him. That's crazy. That's what I said. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's wacko. I wouldn't say that, not with Valet in the mix. Daniel, this is SG-1. They've been through a bit yeah. over the years. They've died and stuff. Not as often as Daniel, but still. <laughs> oh, now it's we. You've been in my position before. Well, not this one, but similar. Yes, I'm sure I have. But my brain's been messed with so much over the years, I don't remember. Wait a second, with your way, you still have to shut down the super gate. But very, very, very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Which is frighteningly true. How does Carter fly it? Carefully. Give me any other intel I might need to make this op a success. Come on. Yeah, Richard, you remember that episode you were on? Nope. 
Yeah, Daniel. Pretty please. <laughs> yeah, Richard, you remember that episode you were on? Nope. <laughs> yes, Daniel. <laughs> Stop doing that, Daniel. <laughs> Stop wobbling your chair. You're making our set designers look bad. The Ori ship containing Merlin's weapon is parked in orbit around a planet with a gate. We gate to the planet, use rings to get aboard. There is a prior in charge of the ship, but he preaches to the masses on the planet daily. I thought only a prior could fly one of their ships. The systems are activated using mind control, but Daniel's given me what I need to get around it. He's also given us instructions on how to put the final pieces together. Yeah, is this sort of two-parter? It'd be coming up to about 40 minutes now. Probably. It does feel a little compressed. I think maybe an extra 15 minutes would have done. That depends entirely on Daniel Jackson's word. We will know whether he's on the level before we shut off the supergate. So at this point, the only thing at risk is us. That's a pretty good workaround yeah. if normally the ships are mind-controlled. <laughs> it's not like you can just plug in a USB adapter and be done with it. Well, Rodney probably would. <laughs> well, if the ship isn't there, then job done, you know. And, you know, half the galaxy. Yeah, but Woolsey has no problem with that. I'm not going, am I? No. Good. <laughs> hmm. Did you bring lethal injection? High voltage? Or you're just going to have them beam me out into space? I keep expecting you to take off and start spinning around. <laughs> Don't you? You expect to start flying around the room. Yeah, the fact that we got a close-up of it, though. Yeah. That's not a good sign. It's like that episode of CSI New York where you see this kid about 10 years old with a new bike. And there's a slow-mo beauty shot of him walking away from one of the main characters. And I immediately thought, well, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, so they're just going to put him in stasis then. Not exactly terminating him. <laughs> there you go. Look at the guards thinking, they're going to do what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here out of respect for you. It's his first day on the job. You know, he's still amazed that he's on a spaceship. At what point were those things going to just unlock and he's going to leap up and sort of... Uh... <laughs> okay. Ha! Probably soon. You're clear to beam the prisoner out now. You want to see the pride device with the blue light slowly slowing yeah. down or something? Or just, you know, a little spark and some smoke. <laughs> we're having some technical problems. We can't seem to get a lock. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, anybody down there? Uh, I don't reckon much to the intercom system there. It's yep. a bit hissy. Run, run for your life. Oh, lads. <laughs> well, you're not going anywhere. Oh, fly. Come fly with me. Let's fly, <laughs> let's fly. I always wanted to play Peter Pan. Not part of my plan. Have you seen season three of Once Upon a Time? <laughs> Peter Pan's a vicious, murdering little fool. And I'm only ten episodes in. Really enjoyed the actor's portrayal of him, though. He's basically an, he's an adolescent with no controls or moral compunctions. Remind me again, talking about Peter Pan, not Daniel the Prior. If it makes you feel any better, I still worry sometimes too about you. Well, thank you, sir. Don't mention it. No. And that isn't supposed to happen. I thought we fixed this thing so that wouldn't happen anymore. Yeah, I think you might want to lower that Defcon number a little. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that was deliberate having it clearly in shot and in focus. Daniel? I like that. Even without turning around. Jack? What's up? Oh, I'm taking the ship. Oh, I see that. Yeah, I, I beamed the crew safely to the surface. Jack knew exactly what had happened. <laughs> but as you probably figured out by now, I'm going to need you. You know, I was just thinking how much I missed being needed. Oh, good lad. Not for me, though. 
You know, I can't imagine RDA had so much fun as he had doing this. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, so you want me to guess there? Yes. Do I get to walk with Michael Shanks? Yes, I'll do it for free. Again, I like the Ori rings as well. Nice and fancy compared to the standard gold rings. Mm. Oh, that's just bad luck, that is. <laughs> Alright, fellas, here's the deal. We are commandeering this ship. I'd like for you to throw down your weapons and surrender, please. What are they shooting at? Can't actually see him. That's a no. I gotta admire, is there no kickback in those 390s at all? He's holding it one-handed and Cam's not that strong. Well, if they use the if they use the gas, part of that can actually negate a lot of the recoil. There's a very blue light to this whole ship. It's a sort of cold pharmaceutical. Yes. There's no warmth. Until you get actually into the quarters where the... Even the flames, I mean, there's clearly a filter on the camera. You really do need an instruction manual for the next bit. This shouldn't be too bad. I don't know. For me, whenever there's some assembly required, I inevitably find some part missing. A screw, widget, what have you. Hmm. <laughs> I'm with you there, Cam. There's always something left. And you're thinking, where does this go? I'm sure they'd have mentioned Ikea if they could have gotten away with it. <laughs> <laughs> the Sangral. The Red Ball. The marble. Tilt really is a one-man army. Give him a P90 or a staff weapon and beware. We clear? For the moment. Okay, I've locked out the rings and secured this level. We shouldn't have any more company. Hang on, guys. If this works, we're about to jump into hyperspace. So I guess she does have a USB cable. No sensors on this ship, then. I see cables. Oh, yes. This is how you get around mind control, with a laptop and some cables. Yep. Just like old times. <laughs> Except I'm here against my will, and you look like Marcel Marceau. Yeah, you know, some things change, but others stay the same. <laughs> Very good. Why'd you bother giving me the intel if you were going to bust out anyway? Well, I didn't know that chair moved. Mm. Did they have to stay on the bridge? Can they go somewhere more comfortable? Yeah. It's not as if Daniel is actually using standard controls. That's mm. the anti-prior device. Time was running out. Andrew's going to notice my absence and become suspicious, so sending the rest of SG-1 to get the device was my only choice at the time. Oh, he thinks very hard of himself. Because I'm afraid the rest of the team won't be able to complete the mission without me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, aren't we full of ourselves? That, and I wasn't about to let Wolsey freeze me. That, I understand. Yeah. There is that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really blame him there. Yep. They're great, aren't they, together? <laughs> These bit. Okay. I think that's about it. Hang on. Yeah, it's not little. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure about that one. See, there is always a widget left over. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there's there's no slot for it to go into, so what are you supposed to do with it? Might be a spear. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's a timing crystal that sets a detonation of the weapon five minutes after it's inserted. <laughs> I think she's kidding there, just to wind him up a bit. Not necessarily. Yeah, it's hard to tell <laughs> with Vala, truthfully. She could be doing both. Check that. Uh, Vala's almost done. I still have my doubts. Uh, as I said in the commentary, the nose of Bozo. 
Ooh, okay. It was supposed to be part of an ornate necklace. Bit of a letdown when they saw it in the quest one and two. That means the weapon's ready to be activated. What? Oh, I was just wondering if an ascended being was going to swoop down and take it away. I guess they don't mind us doing the dirty work for them. Or? Or what? Or there's no point because I've assembled it wrongly and it's not going to work. Nope. Or they can't. It could be that, yeah, you're right. Let's think positive, though. Ping. I thought that ship was kind of like a face. Pim Carter. Yeah, I see. It just came up on the ship's sensors. Cam? Vala? We have a problem. So you couldn't detect this other ship while you were in hyperspace, then? We haven't seen them shooting at each other. What's it doing? It seems to be just sitting there blocking our way. I'm trying to raise shields. Then shoot it. Yeah, let them have it. Hi there. <laughs> oh, where'd these come from? <laughs> Carter, I thought you sealed off this level and locked out the range. He looks a bit nervous, the one on the left. This does not look good. Uh-oh. Hello. Still got the same dress on as you had last time. Yeah, <laughs> and tell me those eyes with the flames are to throw back to the gould. I was afraid of that. Adria must have anticipated my plan. <laughs> Shocker. It is the Orosai, after all. The ship doesn't have that. It does now. Having a ZPM helps. <laughs> well, yeah. Jack, that puzzled look on his face again. We'll see. I should never have trusted you. They're about to shut down the Supergate and allow our ships through. They've assembled the weapon and the ancients didn't interfere. Right? You did exactly as I said, right? Daniel, what are you doing? We can destroy the ancients right now in the ore. I won't even have to fight. I've done all of this for you. Oh, Teok's not happy. <laughs> Adria's not happy either. She was she was just ready to, you know, lay down the law. Now she's not quite sure. Oh, steady, Teok, steady. What the hell is going on? Uh, sorry about that. I had to be sure this was working on her first. Get past her personal shield. Yeah, that took a lot. Where the hell did he hide that? Oh. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Straight into the chair. Are you all right, Jackson? Yeah. A little dizzy. I don't think he is, Dilk. Death becomes him. Jackson board Odyssey is going to shut down the gate now. Go! I think at this point you can trust him. Pretty elaborate plan if uh, taking out the uh, RSI is part of it. Mm-hmm. Jack, give the command. <laughs> uh, not quite sure yet. Thinking about it. Please, I'm running out of strength to do this. Oh, go on then. <laughs> Daedalus. This is General Jack O'Neill. Did you forget your name then? <laughs> Jack O'Neill. <laughs> What's going on? Daniel's flying the ship. Daniel. He wishes us to arm the weapon. General O'Neill's on board the Odyssey. And? Do it. The must be ah oh, the timing crystal. There we go. You've got to admit it's a very ornate super weapon. So we didn't get to see the nuke going off then. Granted, it was behind the gate. Uh oh. 
No, this is right. They're dialing out to uh, the Ori galaxy, so everything's going according to plan at the moment. Yeah, but is that ship a little close to the gate? Well, it's their ship, so it's the bad guy ship, so we're not too worried about it. Well, it's a move out of the way. They're <laughs> a long way away from the gate. They push from hell. Is that gate getting closer, or are we just seeing a perspective thing? It's getting closer, because they've got to actually go through the gate to the Ori galaxy with the weapon intact. <laughs> Left a bit, right a bit. Do not hit the sides of the gate when you go through. We gotta go. Sir, if you can hear me, we need to beam out now. What about Abby? <laughs> that would be a no, then. <laughs> that rig doesn't look right, does it? No, it's one thing they said in the commentary. Nothing they could do really gave you the right scale of the Super Gate. Yeah. The Ori ship is about a mile across, but it doesn't help you to actually envision the size. Hey, sleepyhead. Oh. <laughs> what took you so long? What happened? Nothing. Why? We armed the weapon, you dialed the gate and sent the Ori ship through. Assuming it is you. Let it go, Tilk. Let it go. It's me. Merlin's gone. He sacrificed himself for this to work. And they were really annoyed about this. Yeah? Brother. Jack had an expression on his face that they got on camera yeah. but because Michael said his line so fast they could not cut it and get Jack's reaction Aww. only realised it in the editing right, nothing they could do about it and every time Michael said that line it was always the same mm. I think if it did work the ancients would feel obligated to give us a fruit basket or a, like a gift certificate or <laughs> a gift certificate. Well, I guess we'll find out. Maybe the reason why they let us do it is because they knew it wouldn't work. Or maybe because they knew it would and wanted it to. I thought the Priors took the power from the RA. Good point. Perhaps they'd argue that because there are still people in the Milky Way that are believers, kind of harnessing the power from them. It will be very difficult to convince them their gods are dead. If they're dead. Besides, convincing people their gods are dead is what we've been doing for nine and a half <laughs> seasons. Carter, Sunshine is awake. That's good. Is he okay? Well, he's grumpy. Can you ask him how he managed to cloak this ship? We'd really like to know how to do that. Yeah. Uh-oh. He said magicians don't reveal their secrets. Hey, is that Ori ship still hanging around out there? Yeah, it's still out there. I sent a message to Earth telling them that we were going... Can't you just beam a nuke on board to get rid of it? Guys, we better get up here. In fact... Might have been a good idea to nuke the gate while it was standing there, doing nothing. Yeah. Incoming wormhole. Didn't they have that difficult before? This is not a good thing. No. This is a very, very, very bad thing. <laughs> I think that went well. Uh-huh. Uh, what's another four Ori superstar ships to worry about? I still think it was the right thing to do. We may have made things worse right now. But in the long run, it could be our only chance to win the war. Short term, maybe, yeah. We don't know, do we? We're going to fade on that, aren't we? Probably. Oh, apparently not. Oh, we're going to get... That's rather a lot of them. <laughs> That's really something I've commented on before about this season. There's a lot of very un-Stargate, like, extremely downbeat endings. Yeah. Usually things wrap up nicely and fluffy and presently, but that, not so much. 
Well, like I say, unbeknown to them, they have dealt the Ori a huge blow. Basically, they've killed them all off. But, as they know themselves, that doesn't stop the tens of thousands of Ori warriors or these starships, which are pretty much better than anything else in the Milky Way at present time. Which can essentially destroy a Prometheus-class vessel in two shots. Yeah. Because <laughs> if one shot destroys 60% of your shields, then you're only going to stop at most 60% of the hit with left. So you're screwed. That depends. If the Odyssey has got a fully charged up ZPM, maybe, maybe it could stick around a bit longer. Right then, that was The Shroud. That was also the very final episode of Stargate SG-1 that Richard Dean Anderson appeared in. Aww. 175 episodes he was in. Hey. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad at all, considering he spent two years pretty much doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he were EPing. He was what? Weren't he EPing? EPing. Executive producing. Yeah, in front of the camera, I mean. Oh. And, Richard, we want you to do a show. How much? Not enough. About executive producer credit. Good enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, I interrupted you in middle of... I can't remember what the hell I was going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, chaos, confusion, disorder. My work here is done. Andy Makita, who directed this episode, he's directed 29 episodes of SG-1, 22 of Atlantis, and 12 of Universe. He also directed 8 episodes of Dark Corner, 4 Prime Movable New World, 5 episodes of Motive, two episodes of Strange Empire, and two episodes of Lost Girl. Robert C. Cooper, who wrote the episode, he eventually wrote 37 episodes of SG-1, five of Atlantis, and six of Universe. He also wrote The Ark of Truth, Blown Away, and four episodes of The Psy Factor. In the commentary, Andy and Rob were going very technical about the filming. There wasn't really much trivia to be pulled. It was interesting commentary, but maybe not the most entertaining if you were just after tidbits from what were going on. Fair enough. You didn't answer my question. Or rather, Laura's question. What was that? Um, I said we will reply when we cover it in 2017. <laughs> remind me then. Yeah, I'll make a note of it. No, I'm telling her to remind <laughs> me then. Oh, all right. Right then. Next week we have... Next week is the Tower of Rodney. You know, the one where he gets those superpowers and it goes straight to his head. On the next Stargate Atlantis. Me a superhero. Who would have thought it? Rodney. Believe me, I find this as disturbing as you do. McKay's new powers. If you're a highly evolved super genius, put up your hand. Oh, hey, she thinks I'm hot. You could be my sidekick. Yeah, I'd be like Batman and Ronan. Oh my God, I can read minds. This is cool. Might cost him his oh, life. Rodney! He's not breathing. Quick, bag him. We need to get him on the ventilator. Carson, he gave us strict orders. You don't understand. He just told me how to save him. Next time on Stargate Atlantis. Ooh. Er. And then, <laughs> he's uh, going to die. So, ups and downs. Yeah. Sums up Rod McKay, really. <laughs> Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. A couple of days ago, a promotion piece of artwork was released showing Jason Momoa in his Aquaman guise. Opinions have been mixed, given that he looks more like Conan the Barbarian, with his armour, weapons and tattoos, etc., but looking from afar and not familiar with the comic book lore, I was impressed. Amanda Tapping is wrapping her final day directing her first, and hopefully not her last, episode of Dark Matter. Again, check out Joseph Malose's blog for his daily updates. Marina Baccarin has also been confirmed in the upcoming movie Deadpool, opposite Ryan Reynolds. The film is expected to be shooting in a few months, and is one of the Marvel properties currently licensed by a third party, in this case Fox. 
Upcoming Stargate birthdays for the week include on the 24th, Ona Grau, who played Ayana on Stargate SG-1, Atlantis, and then Emily Young on Universe. On the 25th, it's the birthday of Barkley Hope, who played the Valiant Commander Colonel Lionel Pendergast on Stargate SG-1. And on the 26th, we have the birthdays of stuntman James Bamford, who shaped Atlantis and now works on Arrow, and also the birthday of Curry Graham, who guest-starred on the SG-1 movie The Ark of Truth as James Marrick. On the 27th is the birthday of the one and only Adam Baldwin. Larger than life in all his roles, he guest-starred as Colonel Dave Dixon in the SG-1 two-parter Heroes. And finally on the 28th, happy birthday to Peter Stebbings, who appeared twice on SG-1 as the Tokra Malek. On a side note, it seems there's going to be a community effort to trend on Twitter for James Bamford's birthday on the 26th at specified times globally. Details on the website. Once again, Twitter has been very, very busy, and Facebook and Google Plus have been taken over. No other feedback in terms of episodes, but if you fancy getting in touch with us, you can do so via the contact form on our website, which is gatecast.co.uk, or via email, gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Google Plus, and we are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio, and all those links are on our website, including a specific RSS feed, which carries every episode we have released, and that can be manually added to any podcatcher. Okay then, let's return to The Shroud. Okay then folks, that was The Shroud. Thanks very much for listening. Next week as, well, as I said, (laughs) The Tale of Rodney. (laughs) You join us for that. As we said before, if you are interested in joining us for an episode of SGA, because I think SG1's pretty much all taken now, drop us a line, get in touch, we'll sort something out. Shall we sign off? Yep. Thanks very much for listening, folks. Until next week, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.